Hello, and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Before we begin today's episode, I want to let you all know how grateful I am for your continued support for the podcast. I am praying God's peace over you, your families, your loved ones, and homes during this time. I want to take a minute and let you know that I have created some more resources over on my Patreon account that will be added supplement to each episode. It only made sense to create activities to go along specifically with the episodes here on the podcast. Some of you have asked how you might support the podcast financially, and Patreon has been a good way for me to be able to give back to patron subscribers, those who support it financially. So as a subscriber, you will find a set of Bible activities for today's episode and future episodes. I would like to go back and create activities for the past episodes at some point too. For patron subscribers, today's activities will include a set of Bible quiz questions for your kids to answer as they listen or after they have listened uh, with scripture references that are there so they can also get practice using their Bibles to look up scripture verses. We'll still do the monthly Bible quiz challenge here on the podcast, but this way you will have a set of Bible quiz questions to go along with each episode in PDF format for your children that you can print out and they can write directly their answers on it and keep it. There will also be a discussion guide for parents. I know that many of you have written in that these episodes lead to deeper discussions with your kids. So I have given you a set of questions that will build some deeper critical thinking skills about the story that you can discuss out loud together as a family. And I've also included a set of truths we have learned. At every episode, I try to help us see the truths we can learn from that story. So I thought it would be nice to have those in print where you can see them, print them out, read them over and over again if you'd like. Finally, I'm really excited about these. There are two puzzles, a crossword puzzle and a word search that are specifically themed for today's episode. So they'll have words in them from the episode today and clues from the episode today. So this set and future activity sets will be available to my patron subscribers. You can go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. Thank you so much to everyone who listens and supports the podcast just by sharing it with your friends and family. I've been so encouraged by your messages and emails telling me how God is using the podcast to speak truth to you and your family. It is a ministry that I continue to pray plants seeds. In today's episode, we are going to continue the story of the kingdom of Israel. Let's go back and review for just a minute. What have we learned so far about the kingdom of Israel? We learned that the people asked God for a king, and so he gave them Saul to be their first king. But Saul disobeyed the Lord, and his heart became jealous and prideful. So God took the kingdom from Saul and gave it to David. King David was known as a man after God's own heart. He brought the Ark of the Covenant to the capital city, Jerusalem. Jerusalem was also known as the City of David because David is the one who made it the capital city. 
There he built his palace and there he began to make the plans for the temple. But it would be his son Solomon who would actually build the temple. When David's son Solomon became king, he ruled with wisdom until his heart began to be turned to the idols he allowed his wives to bring into the land. Because of Solomon's disobedience and allowing idolatry into the land of Israel, God told him the kingdom would be torn from his son, and only two tribes would be left under his rule, while the other ten tribes would be ruled by someone else. Solomon was king over all of Israel for 40 years, and when it was time for Solomon to rest with his fathers, he passed away and was buried in the city of David. And Solomon's son became the next king over Israel. David's kingly reign began with him. Then his son Solomon ruled as king, and now the next king would be Solomon's son, David's grandson. That's how it works in a kingdom. The crown is passed down from one generation to the next, from father to son. Are you ready to hear the name of Solomon's son? Solomon's son's name was Rehoboam. Can you say Rehoboam? Now, Rehoboam sounds very familiar to another man's name we are going to be talking about today, too. Do you remember Jeroboam? Oh, goodness, those names sound so much alike. How are we going to tell them apart? Just remember that Rehoboam was King Solomon's son, and Jeroboam was the man who God told would rule over ten of the tribes of Israel. You see, the name of today's episode is The Divided Kingdom. If you divide something, you break it apart into smaller sections. The kingdom of Israel was about to be divided, and it was about to have two kings. Let's begin our story. After Solomon died, his son Rehoboam went to the city of Shechem because all of the Israelites had gone there to make him the new king. Now, Jeroboam had still been living in Egypt where he had fled from Solomon. Remember when God told Solomon that part of the kingdom would be given to Jeroboam? Solomon had tried to take Jeroboam's life. Now that Solomon was gone and Jeroboam heard that Solomon's son Rehoboam was to be the new king, he decided to return to Israel. When he arrived at Shechem, everybody recognized him for he had been one of Solomon's best known and most efficient officers. Jeroboam did not know when he would become king, but for the time being, he would be faithful and he would serve under King Solomon's son, Rehoboam. Now, while King Solomon had been alive, he had undertaken many building projects in Israel, not just the temple, but other things as well. And these had cost a lot of money. So Solomon had begun to tax the Israelites. This means that the Israelites were required to give a portion of their money to help build up the kingdom. This is normal, but under Solomon's rule, he had taxed the people heavily. They were paying greatly for his building projects, and they were working hard day and night under hard labor to finish them. So when Jeroboam returned, 
The leaders of Israel came to him and looked to him as a leader and asked him to go with them to talk to Rehoboam about lowering these taxes now that he was king. They went to Rehoboam and said to him, Your father Solomon put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor and the heavy yoke he put upon us, and we will gladly serve you. Rehoboam answered, Go away for three days, and then come back to me. So Jeroboam and the elders of Israel went away to give the new king some time to think about their request. This was a chance for Rehoboam to do the right thing, to be a good king, to earn the love and respect of his people. So he asked his counselors and the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime, how would you advise me to answer these people? They replied, If today you will be kind to this people and be a servant to them and give them a favorable and good answer, they will always be loyal to you and serve you. But Rehoboam unwisely rejected the counsel of the elders and consulted the young men who had grown up with him, his friends young men who had no idea what it was like to be a king. He asked them, What is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, Lighten the load your father put on us? The young men who had grown up with him replied, Tell these people who have said to you, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Tell them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke, I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips, I will scourge you with scorpions. So, sadly, the king did not listen to the people. But truth seekers, this was all a part of God's plan. God knew this would happen when he spoke to Jeroboam through Ahijah in our last episode. God had brought Jeroboam back to Israel at just the right time. Because when the Israelites heard what Rehoboam had said, they became angry. They had come to their new king hoping for relief, not for heavier burdens. They had put up with a lot from Solomon because he was the son of their great King David and because he had built them the temple, but they were not going to take it from this new young king. They answered him, What share do we have in David? What part in Jesse's son? To your tents, O Israel, look after your own house, O David. This was a tragic moment in Israelite history. The Israelites rejected David's grandson as their king. They went home. The only Israelites that stayed and lived under Rehoboam's rule were the tribes of Benjamin and Judah. Rehoboam would still rule over them, because God would be faithful to his promise to David and keep a descendant on the throne, even if it meant he would rule only over two tribes, a very small portion of Israel. And so the great rebellion was on. The other ten tribes followed Jeroboam and made him their king, just as God had told him would happen. When all the Israelites heard that Jeroboam had returned, they sent and called him to the assembly and made him their king. Well, Rehoboam was not going to stand by and let this happen. 
he realized the mistake he had made, and he gathered forces from his two tribes, Benjamin and Judah, 180,000 fighting men to make war against the rest of the Israelites who had rebelled. He was going to fight to get them back. But this word of God came to a man named Shemaiah. Can you say Shemaiah? God said to Shemaiah, Say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, to the whole house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, this is what the Lord says, Do not go up to fight against your brothers, the Israelites. Go home, every one of you, for this is my doing. Thankfully, Rehoboam listened to Shemaiah and the word of the Lord, and he went home again as the Lord ordered. And so that day, Israel became a divided nation. The northern ten tribes became known simply as the nation of Israel, ruled by Jeroboam. And the southern two tribes became known as the nation of Judah, ruled by Rehoboam. Two kings, Jeroboam in the north and Rehoboam in the south. The nation was now split in two. If David had been alive to see it, I'm sure he would have wept. And so it is at this point in our stories that we will be learning about the kings who continued to rule over the northern tribes of Israel and the kings who would rule over the southern tribes of Israel. Dear Truth Seekers, is there any truth we can learn from this story today? Why do you think Rehoboam didn't listen to the elders who gave him wise advice? Why do you think he rejected their advice? Could it be he was too proud in his heart? Instead of listening to the advice of older men who had lived longer and had more experience, he listened to his young friends he had grown up with who knew nothing about being a king. God has placed older people in our lives, such as our parents, grandparents, teachers, aunts, uncles, Sunday school leaders, coaches, and others to help us, to give us correction, to give us wisdom and guidance as we grow. We would be foolish to despise their wisdom. They have lived longer than us. They have seen more than we have seen. They know more than we know, and so it is wise of us to learn and grow from them. It is foolish to think that we know everything on our own. It is foolish to think that we can't learn from those who have gone before us. Let us be thankful for the leaders in our lives that God has given to us. Can you think of someone right now? Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's an older brother or sister. Maybe it's a grandparent. Someone in your life who has given you good wisdom and guidance and correction when you needed it. Be sure to tell them thank you the next time you get the chance. Let us learn to listen and learn from them so we don't make mistakes like Rehoboam. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Kings chapter 12. Stay tuned to next week's episode as we learn more about Jeroboam and his leadership. Jeroboam made a great mistake too. Can you guess what his mistake will be? You can read it in 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 25 through 33, if you want to be ready for next week's episode. Let me pray with you before we go. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the older and wiser people you have placed in our lives, such as our parents and our grandparents, aunts and uncles, teachers and coaches. Help us to remain humble as we grow in you. You said in your word that a father who loves his child will discipline his child. Help us to accept the wisdom and discipline and correction and advice and training from those who've gone before us, such as our parents and our teachers, because we know that they love us and they want what's best for us. We know this is important to you because in the Ten Commandments, you tell us to honor our father and mother, that it may be well with us. Today, we honor our parents and we are grateful for them. Help us to seek good advice when we have difficult decisions to make or when we're unsure of what to do. Help us to listen carefully. Guide our steps and paths that our life might bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again so much for listening today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.